day 350. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name it's is day Keith. 351. I was 351. I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Do it. All right. Day 351. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm 38. Uh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is another one of the penitential Psalms, right? So it yeah, has to yeah, do yeah. with his sin and confessing it um, to the Lord. So we did one in Psalm 6, uh, mm-hmm. Psalm 32, mm-hmm. and then Psalm 38, right? So yeah. what you'll see in this one is, um, you know, Psalm 32 was a penitential Psalm where it talked about uh, the joy of forgiveness, right? Mm. Um, this one right here feels a little bit like the agony of, right, dealing with your sin. So it's it's like um, if Psalm 32 was a picture on your iPhone, uh, David, it seems like he pinches verses three to four and expands it and zooms out, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's mm-hmm. like, yo, God, your hand was heavy on me. That day and night, my bones wasted within me. Psalm 38 kind of takes those two verses and expands them a bit so that we could live inside of them, see them a little bit closer. Yeah, I I, I love that. And I don't want to get ahead of that. And I want to emphasize that. Right. But I think what this psalm is showing us is that, you know, when you've sinned against a mighty judge, when you've wronged and committed a crime against a person who is not only more powerful than you, but has the ability to condemn you, Psalm 38 shows us you do one thing. Yeah. You plead for mercy. Right, 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 right. right. And he's going to go through, you know, everything he's going through. But at the end of the day, he's like, yo, I, I need mercy right and so yeah like to talk about what he's going through bro we've often said on this podcast that you can't trace all suffering to sin right Right. just because you're suffering that doesn't mean you necessarily did something wrong however on the flip side there are times when you can trace suffering to sin right yeah and this is one of those instances right Right. and he's like fam my body (laughs) yeah is aching right no health in my bones right like your burden is heavy, right? right? My soul, right? My these wounds, all these things. He's like, yo, this is because I sinned against you. I, yeah. I know it is. Like, right. there's no trying to rationalize it and speculate. No, 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 no. This is because I've sinned against you. I'm beat up. I feel it inwardly, right? Um, and it's crazy that you know spiritual problems can lead to physical ones, right? right? Yeah, yeah. We are, as we said, we are a psychosomatic unities. We are integrated beings body and soul work together and off of one another yeah. so much so that soul problems can become physical mm, yeah um and how do we know that's the case here right how do we know that david says man i'm feeling this way because of my sin well mm-hmm. we know it because david says it right in verses <laughs> right. three and verse five and verse eight he's going to use this word because because be because and as we will see through the rest of the song uh there's nobody else in his life right now. His friends treat him like he's got COVID, so they're gone. <laughs> his enemies are the only ones that are drawing close, but they're drawing close to taunt him and to laugh at him. So this is not somebody twisting his arm, counseling him to think this way. 
there's a sense in which he knows it. Um, and, you know, to your point about, man, we can't trace all suffering back to a sin, but we can trace um, sin to its suffering that comes. Derek Kidner is going to say this. I right, look, it's complicated. And he's like, people err on two sides. It's foolish to think that it's never the case. And it's foolish to think that it's always the case, right? Mm, mm, so mm. it's foolish to think, you know, my sin is never going to bring about a commensurate suffering. Mm -hmm. But it's foolish to think that every suffering that you have can always be traced back to sin, right? So there's this, this yeah. tightrope that we walk through. And Psalm 38 helps us to walk through that tightrope. But with the disposition, like you said, he starts off verses one and two. And it's very first thing is he's not saying, all right, God, let me off the hook. Let me exempt, be mm. exempt from your wrath. Mm. But he's saying, yo, as you do give me what I need to sober me up, like, mm. don't go all the way in, right? Yeah. Or I'm not yeah. going to make it out, Lord. If you give me this, please throw in mercy with it and lots mm. of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we see, bro. Yes, that's so good. And we see, man, that sin affects every area of life. Right, right. right and, yeah. I, and, I, and I don't want to like skip over that. Because no, no, you can't like, quarantine it. Yeah, it's like, yo, it's psychological, right? right? It's 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 mind and my and physiological, my body. Right. But he's like, it's also social, right? right? Like, yeah. folks, like it disrupts. Like, I think it was Carson who said, like, yo, all sins are social, right? In some way or another, what you choose to do is going to affect your neighbor or your right. brother or sister. Right. And you know how it often affects us? Mm. Through shame. Right. Yeah. Right. So he talks about the way, yeah, like, yo, I was isolated. My right. friends and my family weren't near me. Mm. I isolated myself in this shame. And that, yo, and that led led to me not being with my community. Right. right? And shame, as we know, follows closely behind sin. Right? right. Yeah. It is a lonely phenomenon. It makes us want to isolate ourselves from others. It makes us want to hide and cover ourselves with leaves. Right. 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 Even when we may hear the voice of one yeah. who's trying to help. Mm. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so we yeah, the Bible's testimony, I'm not saying all this is here in the song, but the Bible's testimony is that sin leads to death. Right. Destruction and disorder. Right. Right. Mm. And we see that all of those things uh yeah, come about throughout scripture. And we see, yeah, some of that here through David. But I love what he does, right? He's like, yo, Lord, my every desire is in front of you, right? right. My sighing is not hidden from you, right? And that's a good definition of prayer, bro. Like mm. prayer is simply lifting our desires to God that's and, good. Lay, and laying our burdens upon him. That's right? good, yeah. If you are listening to this today and you feel like you are carrying your sin and it is heavy, yeah, it's not in your head, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. You are not under an illusion, right? What I want to encourage you to do is give it to someone who can handle it, right? right? Who is equipped to deal with it and who knows what to do with it. Yeah. David yeah. being all alone as a result of his sin uh, reminded him uh, of his only hope, that he only has mm -hmm. one hope. Mm -hmm. And he ends this psalm and he hopes in God, right? He doesn't end on a high note. There is not mm. timbrels and dancing and celebration as this thing is resolved, but there is a confidence, right? Where there's not mm. a celebration, there still is a confidence in 
the character of God where he says, God, don't abandon me. Don't be far. Hurry up and help me. I'm sure that you will. But right now, this thing is still heavy. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, last thing I want to say is people may hear this, right? Mm. And they may be like, yo, I like I did wrong. I feel the pain. I know all that. Right. And I'm going to do better. Right. All right. And look what David says at the end. He's like, Lord, do not abandon me. My God, do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, as we just talked about. My Lord, my salvation. Mm. Did you hear that? God is his salvation. Right. right? God is the one who saves him from his sin and takes his place. And this takes place in the gospel. Now, (laughs) what we often do, bro, is we bank on our promises to God. Mm. God, I won't do it again. God, I'll be better. Yeah. God, I'll, I'll, mm. I'll just throw it all away. All the stuff, I'm, I'll just throw it all away. I'll cut that person off. Right. We bank on our promises to God. That's good. Instead of banking on his promises to us. That's good, bro. We, instead of, and here, listen to his promises. Mm. First, first John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins. Right. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. Now, if we say we don't have any sin, ah, we make him a liar. Right. right. And his word is not in us. But my little children, I'm writing you these things. I don't want you to sin. Right. But if anyone does, right. this is his promise. Hear it. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Yeah. Right. Ephesians 1, 7. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses right. according to the riches of his grace. Mm. Go to the book of Acts, chapter 10. The, the prophets, I mean, the apostles were going out preaching the gospel. And they're like, yo, all the prophets testify about him, talking of Jesus. Right. That through his name, everyone right. who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. There's so many more texts mm. we could go to. Yeah. But the main thing we need to remember, guys, bank on his promises to us, not our promises to him. That's good. And that Jesus is a much better savior than we are sinners. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, that your promises to us uh, uh, weigh much more than ours do to you, Father. I pray even as we mentally hear that, we would put that on scales in our mind and we would see just how much more your promises weigh, how much more firm, Lord, how much more girth and substance that they have. And I pray that we would put our hope in that, that we would rest on those, Father. Uh, we ask that you would yeah, give us the grace to trust you even in the midst of hard times, especially the hard times that are brought about by our own failures. Mm-hmm. Help us to have confidence in you. We pray that confidence will lead to celebration. It's in Jesus' name we pray. 